0: Welcome to the Think Yourself Healthy Podcast, where you meet the intersection of mind, body, and soul. I'm your host, Heather Duranja, founder of Nutrition Vixen, registered dietitian, nutritionist, personal trainer, and cognitive behavioral specialist. I'm a mother, author, self-improvement junkie, and recovering perfectionist turned professional half-asser. Each week, I'll be bringing on a guest or a topic that will help you go from surviving to thriving. Are you with me? All right, here we go with today's episode. Hello, loves. Welcome to the very, very first episode of Think Yourself Healthy podcast I am so incredibly excited and nervous (laughs) to um, do this. I don't know, it's really funny, I'm just gonna share this with you really quickly, but I have already recorded, oh gosh, probably at least seven to eight interviews for the podcast. And for some reason, there has been this incredible resistance with recording this first introductory episode. Um, it's so funny because I've had so much fun recording these other episodes. And when I sat down every time to try and do this one, I just couldn't. And so for 2020, I have decided that my word is arrived. So I'm showing up. I am showing the F up, and part of that showing up is doing a podcast. Um, a podcast is something that I have wanted to do for quite some time. However, I have made every excuse in the book not to get started, and back in November, I decided that it was time. It was now or never. I was at an event. I was you know, collaborating with all of these amazing humans, other professionals in the industry, and I just, it came to me, it was like, think yourself healthy podcast, it's time, you've got to do it now. And so um, I decided that in my past experiences, one of the places that I have fallen short is um, showing up consistently. So I have these grand ideas, these amazing things that I want to do. I will get started. I'll do like one or two or three, or maybe I'll construct the whole plan, but then I never execute it. And that is pretty frustrating. And so I have to lead by example. And um, part of that example is me doing what I say I'm going to do. And so here it is. Here is Think Yourself Healthy podcast, where we are going to be talking all things health and wellness related. Um, As the founder of Nutrition Vixen, I have made it a personal pursuit to um, be really conscious about trying to create conversations outside of just the nutrition and exercise genre when it comes to approaching an overall health and wellness um, mindset. And so a lot of the things that we are going to talk about on this podcast moving forward and in the future aren't necessarily going to always be related to nutrition or exercise. So um, I'm really excited about having a platform to create these conversations with other amazing humans, specifically professionals in the functional space, Um, you know, previous clients, um, other humans who have had an experience and been able to transform their life through lifestyle changes. So I'm excited to have this space to share all of that with you. So part of Nutrition Vixen, um, back in, I guess I think it was like 2011, I uh, was driving to school one day and I was like, who am I gonna be? Who am I gonna be? And Nutrition Vixen popped in my head and that day I decided to go home and secure the web domain and it literally took me until 2015 to do anything with that web domain. that And finally, uh, the Nutrition Vixen um, website was created in 2015. That's also when I decided to um, step out and start private practice and leave the corporate world, which was incredibly exciting. Um, Today, what I want to do is share with you my journey and how I even got to a place where I wanted to be a dietitian and through the experiences that I personally had, how it has shaped the um, evolution of my practice. And um, I'm really excited to have an opportunity to share this story with you guys I know a lot of you have probably, you know, follow me on social media and have read my post, but what I recognized recently is that I don't really do a good job of really talking about Nutrition Vixen, what Nutrition Vixen does, who Heather is, how Heather got here, and um, sharing those teachable moments with you. So that is what my intent is is to have an opportunity where we can talk all things health and wellness related, and more often than less, it's probably going to revolve around things that aren't necessarily just nutrition and exercise related. Being that I entitled this podcast, Think Yourself Healthy, That's a big component to my journey, and I am going to go ahead and dive in and share that with you. So when I was 19 years old, I got diagnosed with a um, autoimmune kidney disease. So I had been sick, I had a really bad respiratory infection, and um, shortly after that had cleared up I had gone to use the restroom one day and I was urinary, urinating just straight blood and so I knew in that moment that something was very wrong I had not been feeling good for quite some time to be honest with you I think most of my child slash adolescent teenage life I felt pretty crappy um, more days than less I suffered with a lot of anxiety I suffered with a lot of depression and I had an absolutely horrific diet. Um, I can remember being in high school and I would take my lunch money that my mom would give me and I would stop at the gas station and I would purchase the largest Mountain Dew and bag of Cheetos that I could find and a thing of Spree's and that would be pretty much be what I lived off of. And that was um, like a regular everyday occurrence. I was extremely dependent upon sugar growing up. I couldn't get enough sugar. I loved sugar. I put sugar on everything. I would pour myself a big, huge bowl of raisin bran that had the sugar all encrusted all over the raisins, and then I would get the spoon and the bowl of sugar and literally just dump it all over my bowl of raisin bran. (laughs) So I could not get enough sugar. Anyway, So at this time, I am urinating blood. I realize something's wrong. We go to the doctor. They, you know, uh, start doing some lab work, start doing some testing. I'm having to do 24-hour urinalysis and a plethora of other things. And ultimately, um, it comes back that, you know, something is going on with my kidney function. And so they want to do a biopsy. And... After the initial biopsy, my um, nephrologist came to me and said, you have this, you know, autoimmune kidney disease called IGA nephropathy. And and ultimately, you have about 60% kidney function in both of your kidneys, which is, you know, I was somewhere in the equivalent of like what a 60-year-old person would be functioning with. And they said that, um, you know, um, this is not going to get any better. There isn't anything that you can do to improve the situation, but hopefully you can maintain your current status. And so they recommended that I got put on fish oil. I was taking 10 grams of fish oil a day. And back in the early 90s, uh, supplementation, specifically around fish oil, was absolutely horrific. And literally everything I ate and drank tasted like bad fish. It was horrible. So I ended up getting pregnant, and uh, let's see, shortly after the diagnosis of my kidney disease, I I transferred to college and I was not a full time college student. I was working part time and going to school part time. And my parents' insurance um, kicked me off of their plan for not being a full time student. And because I had a kidney disease, I could not get health insurance for having a pre existing condition. So this left me in a really compromised state. I ended up getting pregnant and having to go through clinics for my prenatal um, care and while I was going through the pregnancy I was very very ill Um, I remember being hooked up to an IV um, for a significant amount of my pregnancy I had lost a ridiculous amount of weight Had absolutely, I was so fatigued. I was getting sick all of the time. I couldn't keep anything down. It was absolutely miserable. And I ended up giving birth to a healthy eight pound, six ounce baby girl who was named Hannah. And I was in absolute shock. I could not believe that I was able to um, deliver this healthy child, considering how I had felt throughout my pregnancy and um, my dependency with nutrition coming mostly from a plastic bag that was hung to an IV. Um, So anyway, after the birth of my first daughter, I have a check-in with my nephrologist and my nephrologist says to me, that I am looking at needing to have a kidney transplant or start dialysis within the next five years of my life. And at that point, I was in complete and total shock. I felt like the whole world had been ripped from beneath my feet and I had never felt so helpless in my entire life. I looked at my doctor, I looked down at my little baby sitting in this car carrier, and I said to him that that wasn't an option for me. I didn't have health insurance, I had this little baby. How was I supposed to have a transplant or be dependent upon dialysis in the next five years of my life? And that was the moment that I decided I had to make a difference, that I had to take action, and I had to figure this out on my own. Um, at that time, I hated school. I hated reading. I, I When I was a child, I had gotten diagnosed with a learning disability. I had a lot of limiting beliefs and stories about my ability to learn. When I graduated high school, I graduated with a 1.7 GPA. My my um, high school basically was like, please, you're done. We're good. Thank you. We appreciate you, but it's time to move on. And so I didn't really have any confidence in how I was going to, number one, obtain the information that I needed to figure out how I was going to prolong my life, prolong the quality of my life. And I had no clue where to begin. I felt helpless. I didn't have You know, I wasn't able to have the ability to go to doctors and ask questions without having to pay an arm and a leg because of not having health insurance. It was a really frightening moment. And I decided that it didn't matter how frightening it was because the thought of not being alive in five years was even more frightening than the thought of how I was going to figure out how to make sense of this whole thing. So that's where my journey, my journey, my pursuit for knowledge began. Back in that time, um, we didn't have Google. (laughs) I had to go to the library and actually um, search and check out books that were related to um, kidney disease and, uh, you know, anything that was related to kidney disease led me down another path and blah, 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 and so that's where I started connecting the dots, and I discovered that nutrition was one of those lifestyle changes that could potentially have a positive impact on my long-term outcomes. And so I started making some diet changes, and the more changes I made, the better I felt, the better I felt, the more I wanted to learn, and so this became a very um, exciting journey. And fast forward, my by the time um, my youngest daughter was going to be starting kindergarten, I decided that I wanted to pursue an education and do something. That would help other people who were in my situation back when I was, you know, 18, 19 years old, getting diagnosed with this kidney disease and then not having um, resources available. And that's when I discovered this whole curriculum, this, this career pathway called a registered dietitian. I remember pulling up the um, requirements and reading over it and seeing chemistry, biochemistry, organic chemistry, microbiology, anatomy and physiology, all of these courses that I had never had any exposure to, or very minimal exposure. I remember in high school, I took a Chem 1 class, and my teacher actually said to me, who in the hell let you in my class? You don't belong here. So, as I'm looking at this curriculum and knowing that this is what I wanted to do with my life, I had to decide then that I was going to let go of some of those limiting beliefs that were associated with my ability to obtain knowledge. I wanted to be this dietitian, I wanted to help others. I had seen so many amazing. Uh, benefits in my own life and how I felt on a daily basis that were so game changing, there was no way I could not share this with the rest of the world. And so I enrolled in a program. Um, I had to I had to take like literally, I think two years worth of classes before they actually counted towards my my college credits. So um, it, was a, it was a really amazing time in my life where I had an opportunity to really prove to myself that I was more than all of the things that I had thought I was growing up. And that became very addictive. Um, I ended up graduating undergrad summa cum laude with a 3.97 GPA. I was part of an honor society I, at this point, had achieved things that I never imagined were in my abilities, which was extremely rewarding. And I will forever be grateful for that journey that presented to allow me to um, change my perspective of who I was and what my capabilities were. So I become a registered dietitian, I do an internship, and I'm working in diabetes education. And week after week, I'm sharing all of this amazing information with patients and they would come back and they would not make any changes. And I was devastated. I was sitting there thinking to myself, what the hell have I signed up for? And why did I get myself in so much debt to do this? Because this is not fulfilling, this is not rewarding, this is not what I thought it was going to be. So that's when I decided that there had to be something missing. When it comes to our health and wellness, um, I really feel that it's not a matter of lack of education. I feel that most of us have an idea of what we should be doing when it comes to our eating practices specifically. Um, But there was something bigger that was standing in the way of us being able to make sustainable behavior change. And so I sought out um, a master's program and ended up uh, getting my master's in what's called multidisciplinary health communications with a uh, emphasis in cognitive behavioral therapy. And so I personally feel that the combination of my undergrad and my graduate degree are a perfect recipe for creating Truly sustainable behavior change throughout any um, any any point in your life, it can it can be done. And so um, I ended up shifting to the corporate world. I started working um, as a registered dietitian. I became a nutrition program coordinator at a health and wellness um, club a high-end health and wellness club that really function uh, specialized more in functional uh, practices. And so this is where a doorway was opened into a whole nother world um, that really aligned with the philosophies and practices that I felt were vital when it came to um, creating sustainable health and wellness changes and and actually getting ourselves to feel better. But I want to back up a little. Um, When I was going through my master's program, I ended up getting diagnosed with cervical cancer. So I finally, for the first time in my life, was able to obtain health insurance um, with a pre-existing condition. I went to a gynecologist, had a pap smear, and it came back abnormal. They called me in, they wanted to do more testing, and ultimately it came back that um, I I had had cervical cancer. So they decided that it was in my best interest to move forward with doing a LEAP procedure to remove all of the cancerous tissue, and then continuing to follow up to make sure um, every six months to a year that the um, the cancer had not, um, you know, uh, reoccur. So shortly after I had this procedure done, I um, I ended up getting a bill in the mail for a little over 30, it was like $33,000. And ultimately the insurance decided that they were not going to cover my procedure because in my medical history, there was a document um, through Planned Parenthood that I had been utilizing for most of my adult life for my women health needs um, that I had tested positive for HPV. And because of that documentation, that was considered a pre-existing condition. Therefore, the insurance had the right to deny my claim. So at this point, I am a single mom. I have recently gone through a very complicated divorce that was very high conflict. I was getting a master's. I was working full time. I was working part-time nights and weekends as a bartender and you know, still trying to um, be the perfect mom, be the perfect student, be the perfect employee. And the reality is, is that I had sacrificed all of myself in the process of trying to obtain all of those things. And as a result of being overstressed, underslept, um, I ended up basically with having this autoimmune kidney condition, it allowed my body to be in a compromised state that made it more favorable for the HPV to turn into cervical cancer. And so I knew then, I was I was very, very upset because here I am the dietician, I eat well, I exercise, um, how does this happen to me? Like, how embarrassing? How do I tell my peers and my friends? I, I was just absolutely mortified. And that's when I decided that I had to start thinking differently about my approach when it came to being proactive for my health and wellness and my total well being. Um, I realized at that point that when it comes to health, It is not only nutrition and exercise that is going to dictate whether or not we are susceptible to chronic disease, that there are bigger things that are underlying. And the reality is that it all starts with stress management and sleep. And if we aren't in alignment with managing and coping with stress efficiently, and we aren't getting the sleep that we need, our body becomes, you know, our body, our metabolism gets into a state of dysregulation where we have hormonal patterns that change. Our immune system is further compromised. We have an increase in inflammation. We have... Issues with gut dysbiosis. Um, you know, we have a lot of chronic um, or acute digestive disorders that are happening, um, and and so for me, I decided that as a practitioner, I needed to shift my practice from just being about nutrition and exercising and looking at the the big picture and helping others understand how all of the lifestyle factors of their life, how that is contributing to their total health and wellness. And more often than less, what I was finding is that Um, As a society, we are overly stressed. We aren't, um, we're just not in a state where we can deal with everything we have on our plates in a realistic manner. And so we get overwhelmed. We have an increase in anxiety and depression We feel hopeless and helpless and um, that keeps us in the vicious cycle of self-sabotaging, ultimately giving up and just succumbing to either a lifetime of being on pharmaceutical products, being overweight, unhealthy, suffering from chronic disease until we die. And I definitely did not want that for myself And I wanted to help motivate others to know that they had other options that, um, we don't just have to take a pill and accept that these are our circumstances. So fast forward to current day, I have gained 25 quality years on my life, um, When I was 18 years old, they said I was looking at dialysis or transplant within five years. I have, um, let's see, it's been right at 25 years now since I was uh, originally diagnosed. I have been able to manage my disease state through lifestyle changes. Um, with the diagnosis of the cancer, that was what really led me down a different pathway in terms of the approach that I was using. So I decided that it was necessary to start educating in a different way and to get us to think differently about the approach we take when it comes to health and wellness. And the reality is, it doesn't matter how you know how much energy and effort we put into our nutrition and our exercise if we don't have the other factors like gut health sleep stress management water intake if we don't have those things under control we will never be able to sustain healthy eating behaviors and healthy exercise behaviors So ultimately, the way that my journey went, I have basically taken that entire journey and have identified where the actual start point needs to be, and that is really understanding what's going on in our life, where are we at, what do the circumstances look like, how are our thoughts narratives and stories impacting our ability to take action and make change in all areas. So I want to talk to you a little bit about this whole think yourself healthy. So over the years with the research that I've done and the different things that I have been exposed to, um, One of the things that I found extremely fascinating that we are going to continue to see more research in and see more support from a conventional medical perspective as well as the functional area is how our thoughts actually impact our physiology. So the reality is, is that when we have a negative thought, That elicits a stress response in the body, and there is a specific hormonal pathway that occurs, and ultimately, this pathway, as a consequence, causes our blood to become more acidic, and when our blood is more acidic, that is detrimental to our survival, Our lungs, our heart, and our brain are very, very dependent upon our blood pH being in a very specific realm. And so at that point, when that pH has been altered, the body is literally allocating all of its resources available just to stay in survival mode we have to keep ourselves alive. So over time, what ends up happening is when we are in this state for long periods of time, regulation of hormones decrease, immune system becomes compromised, our ability to heal and repair becomes decreased, We have issues with um, getting appropriate sleep and it contributes to uh, a lot of gut dysfunction as well as anxiety and depression and we're just caught in this vicious state of survival. So I had recently attended a... um, a uh, seminar that was conducted from University of San Francisco and the psychology department was um, discussing, uh, discussing um, research that had been done. And I found it fascinating that the number one thought that elicits the stress response in the body, is shame, and if we think about our expectations as a society and as an individual, I think that we are walking around in a state of shame more often than less, especially women, we're constantly criticizing ourselves, criticizing each other, we're criticizing our family members, our family members are criticizing us, we're comparing ourselves to everything and everyone. We never feel like we're good enough. We're spread too thin. We aren't connected to ourselves. And so we're constantly walking around in this state of shame, never feeling good enough. And so the reality is if we want to shape the, if we want to change the outcome of our quality of life long term we have to start with our thoughts and creating more realistic expectations for ourselves that are in alignment with our ability to reduce the stress response and control the physiology of our body based upon the thoughts that we are eliciting so Ultimately, I am hoping that I can use this platform as a place to start creating these conversations and having these kind of dialogues so that we can start thinking differently about the approach we take when it comes to our health and wellness. Ultimately, we all have the same desire, which is longevity and vitality. And I can tell you that at 43 years old, I feel very, very much like a 20-year-old. I sometimes, you know, joke with my 23-year-old daughter, how is it possible that we are the same age? And she, you know, kind of rolls her eyes at me and says, oh, mom, get over yourself. But the reality is, is that I do, I do feel as if I am in my early 20s, You know, I believe very strongly that what is going on inside is reflecting out here. And so um, if we're nourishing our body through good nutrition, hydration, moving it appropriately, allowing ourselves to rest and relax, focusing on our ability to cope and manage stress efficiently because the reality is we're always going to have stress. It's not going anywhere. But if we can come to the understanding that we can't necessarily control the circumstances of life and what's happening around us, but we can control how we choose to respond to whatever those circumstances are, it's going to serve us so much greater in the long run. And so I am just really grateful to be here and to have an opportunity to talk with you guys and share my knowledge, skills, and ability, and not just myself, but also my incredible network of other professionals Um, that are out there just doing amazing things. I can't wait to um, share these episodes that I've already got recorded. I think you guys are going to walk away with a massive, massive amount of knowledge and motivation and inspiration to know that you actually can do this. If you want to make a change, you have the ability to do it It's just going to require you to think a little bit differently about the approach that you take. We have been trained to believe we have to exercise more and eat less in order to achieve the body composition of our dreams. And the reality is that is not true. There is so much more to the picture and we have to start looking at the body as a whole Uh, The the whole mind, body, spirit type of concept and how it's all intercorrelated. And if we can find a way to change our approach and, you know, create realistic expectations, it will allow us to take action that is going to um, determine the outcomes that we have with our overall health and well-being that are going to allow us to achieve that longevity and vitality that we are so desperate to have. So thank you guys very much for being here. I hope that you are as excited as I am moving forward with all of the amazing content that is going to be um, coming your way. If you have any questions, concerns, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. If you have any specific topics that you wanna talk about, please send me a message, shoot me an email, a DM on social media, comment below. Let me know what those needs are because I am here to serve you and I want to make this an exciting journey that is something you look forward to embracing and doing Every day, kind of like brushing our teeth, it needs to be something that just happens, not something that we have to put a lot of energy and effort into long-term. So thank you again, and I can't wait to share all of this with you. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Think Yourself Healthy podcast. I'm so grateful that you stopped by. If you could just take a minute to share this episode with someone you think who would love it, it would be amazing. Take a screenshot that you've listened to the episode and tag at thinkyourselfhealthy and myself at nutritionvixen so that I can share it. Leave a review on iTunes to let us know how much you loved being here and what you want to hear next. Until next time, don't forget to think yourself healthy. Thanks again, guys. Bye.